It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hi, my dearest doll. You're not holding your microphone. Hi, my dearest doll. Oh, there he is. There I am. Here I am. Clear as a bell. What can I say, Rana? Ring a ding dong. Uh, Though I heard a bell the dong. What? Uh, You know. Sorry, I know. No. Uh -uh. No, I know. Nope. (laughs) Nope. N-O, spells no, and no, and also no, 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 no. And also no, no. N-O-N, no. Our, ge- <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Our guest today does not deserve that kind of an intro. You know what You're I right. mean? You're he right. You're right. He doesn't deserve for He's this one of my episode favorite to open with that. He You're absolutely right. does not deserve My apologies that. to Carl the Tart. Carl Tart is coming up you know what? He's not. You know what I like about him? Is he's not no. really a Tart. He's not a floozy about town. You know what I mean? Don't know. I don't know whether he is or he isn't. Yeah, maybe he could be, but he's a class act on this show. I know that. Well, that is true. You know what? He does have innate class, Kyle. He Tom. does. There's he's no one of those people who just it. is classy. He's classy. He's fabulous. We're so excited that he's here today. Now, I think we should get right to him. But before we do that, Rana, I just yeah. wanted to mention to everyone. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't need to mention that. Do I? Well, what I can for sure mention is you could join us on Patreon because we have the new monthly long-form journalism club and the comment boards are always ablaze. You can just go to patreon.com slash askrana. I have to say the comment boards are incredible. I do feel that people are looking for somewhere to discuss this show unless they have somewhere secret that they're talking to each other that I don't know about. I don't either. there is such an incredible community on Patreon, I have to say. They really are doing, doing, I mean- even I like to lurk in there and see what they're talking about every now and again. And of course, if you really want to talk to us even more and really have a yeah. luxurious experience, so go to arsocial.club slash arsocialclub.com to get involved with our gorgeous monthly cocktail club. Oh. By the way, you could sign up recurring, which is what I recommend because you won't regret it. Or you could just get a one-off box for a friend, a family member, yourself to try it out. It's a perfect gift. And if you're curious about if you're curious about the drinks that we've done over the past year that you need to be enticed by what they are. And you want to see people posting about the content about et cetera, et cetera. We've started an Instagram just for the club, AR Social Club. At AI Social Club on Instagram. And you can see all the gorgeous things we've been doing. And if that doesn't give you FOMO, I don't know what will. Not to mention, you could get a one-off box. There's absolutely Absolutely. no obligation. But I just will warn you, if you sign up for one box, I I, uh, challenge you to try to live without a second one. It's like, totally, completely. Yeah. Also, um, happy International Panic Day. Did you know that, Ron? No, but I didn't need to. Well, feel free to feel. I know you like this phrase. 
feel free to let your freak flag fly. I'm really honestly humiliated and embarrassed for you that you would ever say that here. You want to hear a couple comments? This isn't this show. That's your other show. <laughs> right. That's the kind of thing you say. That's show. that show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this first comment is from Cram Cram 72. <laughs> yes. Who says simply the best. And then a chef's hat with two kisses. Two <laughs> terrific. Two up, two down, six cats in town, sis. <laughs> <laughs> Spelled with a Z. Yeah. And two up, two le- down, six numbers. cats in town. What is this, a jazz club? It sounds like they're <laughs> scatting. Five stars, five stars. Glitter Guzzler. Five star <laughs> emojis. <laughs> disgusting. Glitter Guzzler says, proving that farts are always funny. I mean, they are. Fun Aunt and, Emmy says five stars. No, and then they have three fat clouds. Oh, you're right. They do have three fat. And yeah. then this is a this is an emoji filled. It's a theme comment. here. This is all emojis. Yeah. Fun Aunt Emmy says five stars only with a a green apple, a banana. Oh, I see. It's all the fruits. Uh-huh. A green apple, banana, grapes, apple, and then a and then a leopard. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. That's you and me. Tom it's Tom Brian says chip. With the thumbs up emoji. Chanel Harrison says five stars, five stars only with five beaming emoji faces with stars in their eyes. Technically 10 stars. They both have stars in their eyes. You're right. Clarissa Hendricks says five stars only. Star lobster, star apple, star. Or tomato. Tomato. You're right. Thank you to everyone who is unable. I mean, really, we've got a huge literacy problem in this country. And I have to say, they're doing just like Rana. I just took today, took a tour of, I saw a whole fucking thing in the National Archives. Oh, and you know how they used to- beautiful day that sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they used to paint these paintings of everything. So, you know, because people couldn't read. So they wanted to tell the story visually, yeah. obviously. That's what they're doing in these comments. And I appreciate that. They've taken You're an right. art history course. That emojis are just hieroglyphics, really. Exactly. Yeah. Years from now, people are going to be doing Except decoding. hieroglyphics were really sounds, weren't they? They were. Weren't they? Didn't they each have a sound? Or, was, or were they I'm just sure you're grabs? right. I'm sure you're right. I, I don't know. Hieroglyph- well, I, I don't want to get, I'm not getting that wrong. I'll tell oh, you no, right you're now. thinking of acoustics. Excuse me? Because they sound acoustics? similar. Yeah. Acoustics? Excuse A-C-O-U-S-T-I-C-S. me. A-C-O-U-S-T-I-C-S. <laughs> I'm familiar with the word. Hieroglyphics express the consonant sounds beginning the words the oh. pictures originally represented. Either one, two, or three consonants for each conventional symbol. Some hieroglyphic hieroglyphs continued to represent. Sorry, they call them hieroglyphs, not hieroglyphics. Okay. So is that the same thing? You're a hieroglyphman. I'm a hieroglyphman, that's true. Yeah. Hieroglyph, a character used in a system of pictorial writing, particularly that. So were they spoken? Hold on. Were hieroglyphs spoken? Why are they calling them hieroglyphs? Excuse me, I'm not Cleopatra. What does that mean, dear? I don't know. But aren't you, though, in some way? She had an asp instead of, she had a snake instead of a bird. She did, she had an asp. Well, hieroglyphs. I thought you were going to say she had an ass you wouldn't believe. No. Hieroglyphic writing is a script and not a language. There is only one ancient Egyptian language written in four different scripts hieroglyphs, hieratic, demotic, coptic. 
Boy, were they smart. They figured everything I, out, so many things out. Well, everybody figured everything out a lot of times over. Yeah. That's true, too. All right, dear. Oh, should we get to our guest? I just Absolutely. do want to thank your- everyone. We have to start, take a quick minute and thank you. Oh we'll do a little God. ad at the top of, of the show. Of course we will. Thank you but for coming But we want to the thank show. everyone for coming out in London. It was just incredible. Absolutely. Kate, incredible. we saw you there. Harry, we're sorry you had to come alone. Mm. And you didn't have to wear that uniform. It's very bulky. Yeah. Well, but thank you for coming. Heavy, yeah. Heavy. All right, dears. All right, let's kiss, get to kiss. your birthday twin, Rana. Let's get to Carl Tart, my birthday twin. Capricorn Carl Tart. Millions of Americans experience thinning hair. It's more than common. It's actually completely normal. But no one ever talks about it. So going through it can feel lonely and frustrating. Well, it's time to change that conversation and join the thousands of people standing up for their strands with Nutrafol. By the way, I use Nutrafol. I take my four pills every day to keep my thick, strong, Russell Tussle, take it to the bedroom, take it to the rodeo, hair. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage for men and women. Did you know that there are multiple causes of thinning hair? Well, Nutrafol is the hair growth supplement that grows beyond genetics to target stress, hormones, which by the way, all this stuff is what contributes to it. Stress, hormones, nutrition, metabolism, aging, and lifestyle factors that may be impacting your hair. Thinning is completely different for men and women. So Nutrafol has multiple unique formulas for men and women to provide exactly what they need based on their biology and age. Every formula is physician formulated using natural medical grade ingredients for reliable results without compromises. In clinical studies, 72% of men saw more scalp coverage and 86% of women saw improved hair growth after six months. You just got to stick with it. Nutrafol is also trusted and recommended by more than 3,000 top doctors. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering the promo code BRIAN, B-R-Y-A-N, to save $15 off your first month subscription. This is their best, best offer anywhere, and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time, plus free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code Brian. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Rana, return of the sphere. What was the name of the, there's a Batman? No, Star Wars, Return of the Jedi. That's what it is. This is Return of the Jedi? Well, I was thinking about a return guest and I was trying to think of movies (laughs) that start with return. Return to Oz. Uh, Saturn Returns. No, they never made, They never did make a romantic comedy out of that, did they? 
They did. How did somebody? It must have been a terrible. Must be a terrible spec script floating around Hollywood called Saturn Returns. But I wonder if there was ever a script for real. I wonder if there was ever a script for men are from Mars, women are from Venus. That had to have been turned into some sort of rom com. Oh sure. I mean, I think I think for sure you're right. But all of that aside, the point is the return today is one of my. Absolute, absolute favorite guests of all time. And it has to be because we're birthday twins. I don't want to get into that again. Kyle Tott <laughs> and I were both born on the 5th of January. Everyone Excuse knows me. this, Rana. In the same year. We're both 28 years That's old. That's not true. I think Kyle's 26. I don't even You're know if Kyle is 40 28. years older than Carl, Rana. <laughs> what? How dare... <laughs> <laughs> How dare you speak you know to me in that manner? Excuse me, Rana, but you happen to be older than him. 40 years older than Kyle. I'm not good at math. I don't know. Whatever you say, whatever you say. It doesn't matter because all people want to hear me say today is Kyle Todd, Kyle Todd, Kyle Todd. Kyle Todd, Kyle Todd. It's true. Kyle Todd, how are you, dear? <laughs> I'm so good. It's oh, so man. good to see you, Carl. It really, you just make everything better. You really do. Oh, wow. That is a huge compliment coming from you. I, it's too much pressure, Kyle, to have somebody tell you something like that. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean it Because then they expect you to come to their parties and talk to everybody and, you know, show Ryan up. Ryan has never invited me yeah. to a party. And the day I I've get I've never had invite, a party. Let's be clear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kyle, if Ryan had a party, come. I would be up in there. Pop Thank you. Oh, don't go, Kyle. I would Whatever love to throw you both a birthday party this year. Next year. I'm not interested in eating cold nachos or whatever you're going to serve at my body. <laughs> you know what? That's right. Kyle and I should have a joint party. I forgot yeah, we could both jump out of a cake at, this, at the same time. No, or the we could point have two is cakes. I would have to jump out of the cake. Oh, you're going to jump out of the cake at that party. But it's going to be hard. You guys are going to have to stagger the cakes because I can't See, do this. See, this is what happens, Kyle. It's your birthday. People throw you the party they want to throw, not the kind of body you want. You know, yeah. and we're Capricorns. And so that, that we, we expect people to act like that. You right. Know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like my I my oh. mom used to my mom used to beg me to throw me parties when I was when I was coming. She was like, "I'm gonna throw you a party. I gotta throw you a party." And I go, "You only want to throw me a party so you can celebrate yourself." Mm-hmm. You, of course. It's a well, real. You both that is would a, actually. It's be, a mother's yes. prerogative to say. Uh, you know, I do believe that my son's birthday is also my day because it's the day that I gave. You know. Him in existence, basically. And it's I, real, so real every time he has a birthday, yes. every time he has a birthday, I sort of think, you know, you're welcome, world. Look what I did for you. Brought this thing in here. Thank <laughs> you very much. Yeah. Thank you. And I don't doubt for a minute your mother feels that way. How's Caltat Senior? Don't I look great? How's Caltat Senior and Caltat Senior Junior? <laughs> They're both fine. My dad's good. good. <laughs> uh, my brother's good. He's come out here a few times. And, Isn't that uh, right? Your father's name's Caltat and your brother's name's Caltat. That, yes. There's a junior and Carl is is not the junior. The third. Kyle is the, the third. I'm the, the second, I guess. I'm okay. I'm known as affectionately known as Lil Carl in my family. That's I just right. want everyone to know if you're watching. But I think the video, you're the third. When Rana said the first time, oh no, because it third, should be generational. Yeah, she held but... up seven fingers. Just so everyone knows. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> There's absolutely no question about it. I absolutely went the third. Or, or, se- yeah, something. something like it that. was seven or eight fingers. Yeah, it wasn't six. It wasn't even double threes. But mostly, I was just that. modeling my. And it wasn't Kyle, two middle fingers. Oh yeah. You know, Kyle, I was getting my nails. I had to get my nails done yesterday. Of course, you know, I have to stay current. You have to yeah. stay bulletproof in this business, you know? Yeah. Right. 
and people on the street, of course, you know, want to stop and want to talk to me. And so I have to look perfect no matter what, you know. And so here I was on my way to an appointment and I knew at this salon, they absolutely did not have an acceptable nail polish color for me. I'd been there before. And the only answer was to bring my own color. But I was not, you know, I wasn't coming from a place where my nail, I'm not the kind of woman that carries nail polish in her purse. Okay. I'm not Melanie Griffith and working girl. Right. I'm, but what I'm if, what if bit, your hose get a run? Don't you have to use nail polish for that? I, I just run into a, gr- <laughs> into a drugstore and I buy a new egg full of I legs and okay, I'm fine. But <laughs> in any event, I had to stop at Chanel, of course, and pick up a nail polish. It's and all so this sounding. I just, can you relate to any of needed, this, Carl? I just needed to model it for people for just a second because I know they're wondering. It is beautiful. Yeah. I do love it. I love that color on that skin tone. Right. White. But you I, I didn't like want to say it. Skin. I didn't want to say, say it. it. But it's really black, black nails on white hands and white nails on black hands are. I if, you start I calling, if you start calling jam. me white on this show, Kyle, we're going to have a real problem. Okay. You're in my house tonight. Well, how about that woman at Starbucks who sued Starbucks for $25 million and got it because she was fired, she said, for being white? Are you serious? I mean, can the world end already? Why did she get it? <laughs> I can't stand it. I don't. You think I clicked on that headline? And Starbucks was to, <laughs> so disgusted. It sounds like you might have. I did not. I saw the headline. It was like, oh, <laughs> it just kept scrolling. I Starbucks was like, oh, girl, you're right. We messed up. Oh, completely. Take this oh, they money. just no. They have so much money. Starbucks is like its own country. So they have so much money that they just say write a check and let's move on. They don't want to talk about it anymore. They just I guess so, but everybody. that seems like a big yeah. check. Starbucks is just a place that I never go. I've only drank coffee. Oh, I've only drank coffee one time in my life. And you know what coffee that was? Dunkin' Starbucks. Out. Nope. Ask Rona. <gasps> You're kidding. How? Well, I remember when you did, when we sent you the coffee and you did a little Instagram for us. Are you telling me you deigned to taste coffee? Yeah, I, I'm not and a coffee guy. And apparently hated it because you only had it once. Yeah, well, either yeah. you like it or you don't, you know? I, I think I I may have told you once, but I when I, when I came to Boston, but I I don't like, like it's, I, I can't find the notes in it. I can't like when people be like, "Oh, this coffee, it's it's got chicory and it's got this." It's just not I, I don't, for you. I don't know. It, it, it yeah. tastes yeah. the same. I don't either, like to coffee, be honest. but I you mean, also do just like coffee, don't but... like the flavor. Well, I don't taste coffee and talk about the bouquet. I just either think it's a good cup of coffee or a bad cup of coffee. Is basically how I don't that's know sort that. of how that's, I, that's I feel. What I'm like it all tastes the same. You don't like the taste of it, basically. Well, here's the deal: Starbucks is a bad cup of coffee. What are you a Coke Zero guy? Yes. You got it. You nailed it. Is yeah. that true? Did she get it? Yes. Look, Coke Zero. Kyle and I connected whether he likes it or not. Okay. We were born on the same day. Did you know that Carl and I connected once? Under the stars. <laughs> Carl, didn't you? We, I remember one time All we were the talking. Stars are, what is it? All the, the stars are song? broke. <laughs> <laughs> From Black Panther. <laughs> Donna, that could be racist broken. that you're thinking of that song while we're interviewing Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't I'm glad she's thinking of that song. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised a, you know that. I did. Why? I did a video she where said, I sang she it. And, a I, video and I spat. I spat the whole as time. Rana. All the stars are broken. I mean, as Rana. <laughs> Who should I have been? SZA? Oh, sorry. No. I, yeah, yeah. You didn't. What I'm saying is you didn't dress up as SZA. <laughs> no, I didn't. I did a great job. You did. Tell me what you do for me. Da 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 do da 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 na 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 na. It was Kendrick Lamar, and I did an incredible job, and people can find it somewhere. I don't know. Yes. Where. I can't yes. believe I don't remember it. I usually, rem- if I have to know a song, I usually remember it afterwards. But in any event, yeah. 
It was because it was the Oscar-nominated song that year. We were doing That's an Oscar right. podcast. It was. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember if it won or not, but it was the Oscar-nominated song. In any event, Kyle, we're here today because people are desperate. They you are. You know yeah. that. Oh, that's so, it is so it's hard to take. It's been so sad in here, honestly. Wait, <laughs> Brian, you said we were connecting over something. What, what was the story? Oh, yes, do you, you remember? I, th I think that, I think we were talking about this, that. Were you eating it from either side of a submarine sandwich? That people think <laughs> a man ordering a margarita is absolutely like. Yes. Emasculating yeah, or yeah, yeah. even too feminine. Yeah. And didn't something like that happen to you where you ordered something, something happened? Am I wrong about this? Well, I ordered it. I had a tequila. They were, we were drinking shots. Right. And I had tequila and I, the lime that they gave me, which That's I didn't right. ask you for. You chewed the lime. Right. But the lime that they gave me was tiny. And so yeah. I said, this is a hilarious, tiny little lime in my hand. I got fairly big hands and the lime was just like, Tiny, like literally just sat like right in the middle yeah, of my like hand. Yeah, like a key lime and not a regular lime, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and so I took a picture of it, and I was like, I, I put it on my story, you know, right. as a content creator, a, a, a local funny man. And I said, sure. let me show let me show the people this tiny little lime. And I got so many DMs from women being like, Fucking, you shouldn't be, be drinking a lime, you fucking bitch. You shouldn't yeah. be. You shouldn't be. From you should be having a lime with it's your like a all thing. women. It's like all a thing women. if a man orders, which Carl didn't in this case. He just used yeah. a lime for a shot of tequila, which is the way to get a sh to do a shot of tequila. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't ask but, for the lime. They gave it to me, and I was like, yeah. But also, it's like what? a thing that people get really turned off. Apparently, if a man or orders a margarita, what it's the most fucked up thing I've ever heard. What appalling behavior! Yeah. It was what, all women. What too. is it that moves people? Honestly, I mean, look, what a boring conversation because this, you know, we could talk about hate on social media or whatever forever and be bored to death and all fall asleep and just this podcast can be us snoring. But what moves a person to type something like that and hit send and <laughs> send yeah, it to someone? So shitty. Uh, it's honestly what it is, is you should be grateful to filter them all out because they're the same people that would say, ooh, you look great in this last week, that were hitting on you. And then you somehow in the imaginary relationship they were going to have for, with you when you came to do stand-up in their town, you somehow broke that contract with them that you would dare order a margarita. And they but also like they made up and the I rule about the line. It's like not even- every one of them. It's so crazy that, that it's such a rule that you didn't even know why was is a it rule? a rule? Like, Get what is that? What want. is that even? Yeah, I know. So and I, and wasn't honestly, drinking out of a goddamn pineapple. I yeah. wasn't. I wasn't drinking out of a pineapple. And also, I was showing off. I'm like, look how small this lime is in my hand. Right. Look how massive I got. Look at my grizzly paws. Yeah. Look at my grizzly paws. Swipe you up next to a tree. And, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. and they were like, you shouldn't even be drinking with, with a lime. You. Those ugh. women. They were so mad. They're appalling. Anyway, so I'm I dating all of them. None of them now. wrote in today. So you're dating them all. You've tried yeah. them all out, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's how they keep it in. They, well, they, they got your attention. They got my attention. They did. Yeah, they did get your attention. I blocked two of them. I'm going to be honest. Good for you. Two out of how many? It's like 10. They don't. Oh, they the don't. Other eight is still floating around. Yeah, yeah they the still floating around. Pictures were that good. Pictures yeah. were that good. Yeah. All right, Brian, do you read the first question? And I'll you tell you it. something right now, Kyle. It pertains to gay people, so I hope that's okay with you. Ryan, the only homophobe here is you, Ryan. We've established that over 150 episodes of the show. So 
Are you okay feel, with it, Ron? I feel about homosexuals the way I feel about fans. You know, I love stay inside. I love, I love to be part of their lives, but I don't want to be friends with them. You know, right? I mean? Of course, of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy You're, to have them as an audience, but I don't want to have a drink with them. I understand, of yeah. course. Yeah. Is that why we do the show on Zoom still? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we probably do it because we're on different continents, but that might be the reason, but yeah. We'll see. We'll have to see when the pandemic ends, Brian. I can't wait to get back in the same room. I'm pretty sure it's, okay. Dear Ronna, Brian, and fabulous guest, (laughs) prerequisites. I follow the show in your individual accounts on Instagram, and I'm a seasoned chip. That's our um, Patreon membership. Is they, did they give the handle? No. This is another person who's lying about following us and not giving. No, I just skipped to the you're end. Right, you're right. You're <sighs> right. Now, okay. Carl, when people write in, we make them give, give us their Twitter handles so we can verify they follow us. Not, we don't care about shady. Twitter anymore, do we? What did I say? Twitter? Instagram. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I adore you both in the show. I sincerely appreciate the energy you put into the world twice weekly. My twin brother is also a chip, and the show is something we really connect on. Thank My goodness, you. that family is giving us $10. The Naomi thesis statement. So this is the thesis statement of the letter. Naomi Paragon did a style guide for us because she's an irate listener. She was she frustrated with how us. people were writing yeah. letters. So yeah. she said the beginning has to be a thesis statement. So this She is, used her proximity to the carriage house to affect the content of the show. That's right. That's so Naomi, the Naomi for you. She should the, be a congresswoman. She could be. She'd be a great She one. gets things done. She gets things done. The Naomi thesis statement. I feel insecure when my new partner goes to gay clubs and underwear parties with people he's previously met on Grindr. Oh, <laughs> I don't, blame I don't, you. I don't this, know why. Is this rational? The background. I'm a 31-year-old gay man from Salem, Rana. Oh, just down just the street. Just down the road. Exactly. Yeah. I recently ended a 13-year relationship. Just around the bay. Just right around there. Mm-hmm. I was staying at the Hawthorne at the very beginning of all this. I recently ended a 13-year-old. Lucky you. <laughs> Not really. Yeah. I recently ended a 13 A little shabby. A little shabby. Yeah. Imagine how the the whaling merchants felt when they had to come, you know, I'm from not a London whaling or, merchant, or wherever <laughs> in order to come to the port of Salem to, you know, visit, a, you know, on a business trip to visit a client that would put up at the Hawthorne for who knows how long. But in any yeah. event. Right. Well, that's where you On their me. widow's walk. You probably spent the whole time on the widow's walk. But in any way. I felt like it. In any event. Yeah. I recently ended a 13-year relationship with my first and only partner. Since okay. then, I've connected with a guy I met on Grinder, and the relationship developed more quickly than I anticipated. Oh, Let's call him Adam. Okay. After a long relationship and limited experience, that's in quotes, I intended to remain single and have fun for some time, but the connection with Adam, recently labeled as a relationship, has been both intense and intuitive. Yeah. I wonder if it was the connection with Adam or the connection for the need to be in a relationship again, but in any event. I'm giving it the room and energy to work despite some hesitation. Adam yeah, is 28. So, I, so I'm correct about that. Go on. Adam is 28. He has more experience than me in terms of sex, dating, and partners, but is also partially closeted due to cultural oh, wonderful. Expect- yeah, this is a this is not a good recipe. But is also part partially closeted due to cultural expectations of his parents. He's Indian. He's new to my area after relocating for work while I grew up in New England. The problem. Several of his friends were met through Grinder. Okay. We don't live together, but I stay at his place about two to three nights a week. 
My ex and I owned two places, and I ended up with the second home some, some distance away in coastal Maine. Okay. Oh, fre- lucky you. Not bad. I'm frequently out of town due to my work or at my new residence some distance away. Okay. Adam has three close friends, which he met through Grinder. one in particular who was in an open relationship when they first met. Okay. I also met Adam while in an open relationship, but reconnected with him later after my separation. Okay. When I'm away, Adam frequently sends an impromptu message that he's going out with one of them for dinner, drinks, etc. While okay. unfamiliar, I can certainly understand he is new to the area and may have friends he met through a dating app, which, I, which didn't materialize into a relationship. I make an effort to trust him in these situations, even though it feels uncomfortable and unfamiliar. Oh, I insecu- but anyway, yeah. My insecurity <laughs> comes from how he spends time with these friends. He occasionally goes to gay clubs with them, including underwear parties. I mean, no Someone, judgment, but I did just make a vomit face. Okay, well, <laughs> keep going, but then you'll have to explain underwear parties. But to no me, judgment. While I ultimately trust him and find some assurance in his disclosure, I can't help but doubt that these exchanges are simply friendships. Clubbing at a gay bar or attending an underwear party seems like sexualized experiences that would be complicated with an ex-partner or love interest. He likely Why would you walk around in only your underwear so... unless you unless you were hoping someone would take them off? Right. Or it rummage around, like or rummage around in there off. for a minute. I, I'll be honest, Ron, I hate when you use that phrase. <laughs> rummage? Yeah. <laughs> but when you're talking about like in someone's pants. There's such a dig, dig, dig quality to that that I do. I don't it just seems it's, like you're like digging I, into it. I, I I don't think I'm rummaging is digging. I think it is. <laughs> She's done this before, Carl. That's why I bring this up. She talks about going in someone's pants as rummaging. First of all, I only talked about it once. Well, that's enough. It happened because it, it was witnessed. And second of all, to me, it's playing pocket pool. When you're rummaging, somebody's getting in there and knocking everything around. Who does? What do you call a yard sale? What do you call a yard sale in the Northeast? We come in the South. South my grandma used to call it a rummage sale. Rummage sale. Oh, you do really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. It may just be cultural, Brian, that you don't like the word rummage, and I do. (laughs) It could be then. You're right. I didn't know that they were called rummage sales. So, if you'd like to apologize to me, this would be the time. You're right. I guess I will apologize to you because I, for some reason, I didn't think of a yard sale when I thought of unzipping someone's pants. But from now on, you're not unzipping. They're wearing underwear. So you're just reaching through that slot. Oh, so you're just reaching through and what? To me, the idea, the joke, of visual of rummaging. What I see, the idea of rummaging. Truly, I feel like you open a junk drawer and you're looking for a paper clip. Is sticking two hands into the front of somebody's <laughs> pants. What I imagine, that's what I'm saying. Just knocking everything around oh there, like a like a junk drawer. Like pinball. Rummaging is going through everything, trying to find so like a raccoon. That's what I understand. What you're saying rummages. Okay, you know what? <laughs> you're right, Ronna. You're right. <laughs> But I'll refrain from using it in future. No, you don't. It just it's it's happened twice this week. Well, it must be on my mind. It must be. Yeah. Rana. Have you talked to Mr. Rana? I just told a story about somebody rummaging in somebody's pants. So of course they came up again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Back to the letter. Clubbing at a gay bar attending an underwear party seems like sexualized experiences that would be complicated with an ex-partner or love interest. He likely wouldn't tell me he was going if he was acting outside of the relationship, but he always does let me know his plans. All right. 
I do go clubbing with Adam and have expressed my own willingness to attend theme parties, etc. So I wonder why he feels the need to go with an ex. Am I wrong for feeling insecure in this dynamic? Is my lack of experience impairing my judgment, or is this typical behavior of a partner? Should I open? Be All open my partners go to my parties without me. This I don't is know textbook. About you yeah. Should I be open to a partner going to a gay club with a closed check in the company of an ex or a friend they met on Grinder? I don't want to ruin what otherwise feels like a healthy relationship due to my own insecurities. Thank you so much for your advice as I newly navigate the world of dating and relationships. Wishing you all good things. Eric. How? Yes. Would do you, have you to say about this? Trust. What what do you have to say about this? Is it would you think he should be nervous? Look, I mean, as a as a straight man, if 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 my old lady was saying that she was going to underwear parties <laughs> with dudes that she met on a instant sex app, I, I would understand. not be I would not be too happy about that. But when you break it down like that, you're right. <laughs> like I, I would I wouldn't love that. Uh, yeah, if she if she made friends with them from the instant sex app, I wouldn't be too happy about that. And again, I I, I it's I, so I think it's a I think it's a cultural thing, like just like rummage sale. It could I be. Think, I don't yeah, know. If, I don't know if I would be too keen on that, and I don't think that she would if I was doing that. Oh yeah, I'm going to go to this underwear party with these girls I met on the We Have Sex Immediately app. Yeah, I remember when I was in Portland, I saw I I, th- I saw a grinder meetup, and uh, I was drunk, and me and my buddy Ronnie were walking into the hotel, and we definitely saw a grinder meetup because they had like just met each other and immediately walked. Walked into the room. And, yeah, and they were staying on. They were like, "Hey, I'm so and so. Hey, I'm so and so," and immediately walked up to the room, and we were standing on the same floor. And Ronnie told me that I said when they were walking into the room, I was like, "Damn, y'all about to get it in." Yeah, and I, I am embarrassed for that, about that. <laughs> no, not at all. So you're apologizing publicly about that. I'm apologizing publicly for telling those dudes that they was about listeners. to get it in. This is a good time to apologize because yeah. they're so probably listeners. If you were staying yeah. at the Northrop Station in Portland and you were on a, a grinder meetup, and two black dudes walked by you and said, "Damn, y'all about to get it in," yeah, I apologize because that might have been embarrassing. And I think it was probably more. words of encouragement. It I was trying broke to be the ice. Yeah, probably yeah. broke the ice. Because it is a, a absolutely wild thing when you think of it to do. I actually think that a lot of this is less unusual. Here's what I have to say. I don't think it I has think anything people, to do with grinding, actually, but go on, yeah. I think when people are either A, newly gay, or B, closeted, still partially closeted, there is such a, I've just noticed this, this is anecdotal, this isn't scientific, there is still such a party element to that part of it. I don't know why. I don't know why it's a thing. I think maybe it's just not that, being That's interesting. There just is a, there's a tie to it of either just being out of the closet and you want to go crazy uh-huh. or not being entirely out of the closet and you want to keep it on the app because you know your straight friends are going to see you there and blah, blah, blah. Or it feels things. transgressive. Correct. In some I way. do actually think... That this guy, if I were to place a bet on it, is not so much, I don't think he's necessarily hooking up with other guys. I think this is someone who's conflicted about who he is. However, if that's the case, I personally don't think that you will get anything but the short end of the stick in his journey of self-discovery. If I'm right. I think, I think, 
I think that's very interesting and probably true. I think you've written to us at an interesting moment, a little bit of a crossroads, I would say, for you and for this relationship, which is that you just told us you just got out of a 13-year relationship. You should be dating and you should be taking the posture of someone who is dating. This doesn't sound to me, taking on everything that goes with a person who is semi-closeted or whatever it is, taking all of that on, unless you have already identified this person, not as terrific, a great hang, someone I love being with, et cetera, et cetera. But if you have identified this person as a potential life partner, you are signing up for so much work. This person yeah. has to be worth it on a level that is, this person is undeniable. And that's why this is the person that you're going to help carry into this new chapter of their life. And it's fine with you, the years ahead of trying to get their family to cope and for him to come out and whatever all of that means because he's leading a bifurcated existence. I'm not saying he's leading a dishonest existence. I'm not, you know, I'm just saying that he's not leaving, leading a full existence in the way that you are. And everyone is allowed to do whatever they want and he can stay closeted forever if he wants yeah, to. Yeah, I was about to cetera, say, my advice is not for him to come out of the closet. That's like no, whatever that's he not, wants to do there. That's his yeah, business. I'm not course. even talking about that. Yeah. I'm talking about our friend, who just got out of a 13-year relationship, is now taking on, is now acting in a way, if you want to just date this guy, that's great. But if I were you, I would not be in an exclusive relationship with a person who is still going to underwear. But if you want to be in an exclusive relationship, don't be in an exclusive relationship with someone who wants to go to underwear parties with other people only when you're out of town. And the reason he doesn't invite you to these parties is because he doesn't want you to come because he's enjoying the attention that he's getting, whether he's acting on it or not acting on my it. Instinct, he I doesn't don't know want why. you around. My instinct, and I don't know why, is that he's not acting on it. I don't know why, but I feel like he's just, because a lot of people do, if they move to a new city, they will meet people on Grindr as a way to make friends. That's I don't thing. think that's the issue. I honestly don't. I don't no, think it's, but I will. I don't think it's crazy that they met on Grindr, didn't work out, and now they like to do these other things together. I don't think that bothers me. What but bothers it's weird me, that he's not being invited to these things. I would never this, go to such a thing. This is what bothers me. What bothers me is the two shtetls that I get on this, what bothers me uh, that he doesn't want to do these things with you. Mm -hmm. uh, now, Carl, he, if your girlfriend invited you to an underwear party to go with her, would you go? If it yeah. was your thing, Kyle. If, if it was, it was my thing. thing. It is absolutely yeah. not my thing. I don't have the body yeah. for an underwear party. Uh, I, I don't, you know what? I don't want to see you anyone do, else's. Kyle. Maybe you do. You I, don't get to decide who's attracted to you, Kyle. You're okay? Right. You're right. You're right. That's only God does. Only God does. No, I just mean there's probably plenty of people at that party that want to see Colin in his underwear. I don't have like I'm like a if if I, I'm I've been called affectionately uh a a bear type dude. So yeah. by the way, you would probably get all the attention. Yeah, if you I, went to one of these things. Like I'm a I'm a, I'm a I'm a strong dude, but I don't have no like stomach definition. You know what I'm saying? Like that's okay. So I think that's I think people that's like that, Kyle. People do. I mean, think people about do. all these women that were furious that you had a tiny lime in your hand. True. Not because they weren't attracted to you, because you ruined the fantasy for them. Yeah. 
They thought so, you were going to say, I'd never take a tiny never, lime or whatever they were hoping. I never drink Some, Something sexy lime. like I don't use limes so or whatever they were hoping. Right. You were gonna say I hate that. things that taste good. Yeah. yeah. No. I drink my tequila with a gun. I don't ever drink yeah. it with a lime. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Something wonderful and, and exciting Correct. and, and uh, creative like that. While riding a tiger. Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think the problem really is that you're not supposed to be in a relationship yet. So what are you getting into these conversations? And about? I don't he's think that this guy wants to be in a relationship and... either. Yeah. He's, he's I think you guys notes. like each other. So why don't you just date? That's what yeah. I think. I think take it back a couple of steps. You don't have to cut him out of your life. But let's not get into a place where we're jealous and we're worried about what people are doing. Why don't we leave this open a little bit? And I don't mean be in an open relationship. I mean be unfettered. I agree with that. I think I feel like if this person is still wanting to do things like go to an underwear party or something like that, then y'all, it ain't time for a relationship. If I was with a woman who wanted to do stuff like that, I'm I was like, oh yeah, you, she's for the streets. Like I'm gonna have some fun, right? Or it's or it's or they want to be in an open relationship, but our letter yeah. writer doesn't want to be in an open relationship. So that's where the you know now yeah. you want to start having those. You just got out of a had a breakup. You want to start having he's deep 28, conversations which is the with most this guy. Toxic age imaginable. Really. Well, that's the same age as me and Rana. And yeah. uh, oh, that's right. Of course, of course. Yeah, we well, don't no, you're 28. That. Rana is. I mean, AARP started sending those magazines a full decade ago. I don't I know, know that. what you are talking about. <laughs> I don't even know what that stands for. So you, you know, got to take either. a step. Take an American Association of Retired People. Get out of here. Oh, no. Be a fool. I, know. I, 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 I didn't just learn. You learn something new every day. <laughs> I was today uh, years old, 28. Take, yeah. take a step back, sweetheart. Play the field a little bit. Yeah. Doesn't mean you don't get to hang out with this guy, but hang out with other people too. And you don't need to be talking to him when you're out of town and he's telling you what he's doing. I wouldn't want to get those texts. Yeah. Get it. Why can't he go to the- It doesn't like it feels good. That's the biggest thing. I didn't I didn't hear that part of the letter. The I, didn't, fact that, I mean, I forgot that part, but you're right. Keep going. Keep going. Sorry. That's the part that, that throws me off is- yeah. Me too. He can't come to the party. Yep. He doesn't so, want him there. He wants other people looking at him or touching him or flirting with him or slipping him numbers. It doesn't mean he's necessarily taking it all the way over the line, yeah. but he's enjoying the attention and he and his other little friends like to go out and throw glitter all over their bodies and have everybody laugh, you know, chase. See, and he don't want, he don't want him there. He don't want the guy no, that he's who, seeing there because would you bring like, your you boyfriend know, to a party or a girlfriend to a party that you were hoping people would flirt with you at? Well, the saying is you don't bring sand to the beach. So that's right. He's he don't want to bring sand to the beach, but in in that instance, homeboy, you got to know that you sand. So yeah. you need to go find another beach to go to. And I guess part of me feels like, and this is, I don't mean to sound judgmental. Everyone go where their underwear, wherever they want. I love it, but <laughs> it just isn't my thing. And I got to say, like, I get an underwear party in like pre Stonewall. It's harder for me to understand why we still do that. Nah. What is an underwear party? They're just walking around. Literally, you just go in your underwear, underwear and sneakers. Yes, I mean, can you imagine? Uh, and, yes, and I can. It, but by like, the way, it's not just like underwear. When waitresses it's, have to wear bikinis and sneakers. There's nothing. I worse. just feel like if you're going to be in a public, sp- you know what? I sound. Do they like wear a socks and sneakers? Maybe or maybe just socks, Rana. Uh, I don't to know. me, that just looks like there was a flood Disgusting. at the restaurant. Yeah, and then everyone yeah. had to take their pants off or something. <laughs> but I think they also wear like jock straps. Like I think it's like sexy underwear too. Sure. Look, if they love it, that's great. They should all go. But Fabulous. he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to go is, with you. That's right. You've invited yourself a couple of times. If there's smoke, there's fire. 
But don't start getting into it with him about who's faithful and not faithful. Because no. I will, I will retract something I said. I said I'm not going to say that he's leading a dishonest existence. And actually, he is leading a dishonest existence. Really? And that doesn't doesn't mean he's a liar. It just means that he has multiple identities in different situations. This yeah. guy. Yeah. Well, he's not himself yet. You know? And so he doesn't, maybe he feels the most himself when he's at these underwear parties. I don't know. But, but I, I don't know why you have to be along for that ride. fudging yeah. the line a little bit with you. I feel like I would not just say telling like, the Better way to put it, not telling the whole truth. Right. I feel like I would just say like, I don't care that you go to these things. I, I go to these things, do whatever you want. Um, it's not for me. And I don't necessarily see myself being with someone like that. I'm, we could date. And I certainly would never want you to stop for me, but like, go live your life and let's have fun when we're in town together, you know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But the problem will remain that he has invited himself to these parties and he's not invited. That is, that's, that is the biggest yeah. red flag of this. Yeah. I have to tell you, there is a certain luxury athleisure wear out there that feels so good, but is so expensive. And I have to tell you, one has come to my attention that absolutely feels at least as luxurious that costs much less and you're not giving up anything in the process. I am here to talk to you about Quince, okay? Quince is my spot for quiet luxury without paying luxury prices. I'll tell you, summer's here, everyone's buying new stuff, upgrading their wardrobes, and I am not a fast fashion kind of person. I don't like buying things and donating them like a month later or at the end of the season. Well, Quince offers a range of must-have items like 100% European linen under $50, okay? We're talking luxurious mulberry silk sh skirts. We're talking Italian leather bags and 14 karat jewelry, gold jewelry from $30. The prices are literally 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And because these styles are like so classic and so timeless, they won't go out of fashion. You'll be able to wear them all year long and for years to come. I got to tell you, the quality of this stuff is top notch, Okay. I know you're wondering how they do it. Okay, it's not too good to be true because Quince partners directly with top factories. They cut out the cost of the middleman and they pass those savings directly onto you. Also, not just that, you can feel good about wearing it because Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium eco-friendly fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about getting high quality items that actually last a long time. So upgrade your closet this summer with Quince. Right now you can go to quince.com slash Rana to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash Rana for free shipping and 365 day returns. Unheard of. Quince.com slash Rana. Okay. Here's another. Now this is okay. All right. I'll just get, we'll just get into it. Dear Mrs. Glickman, Mr. Safi, and mm. gilded guest. Okay. Okay. I've been having a very tough time recently moping around my apartment, apartment listening to old episodes of A, I, and B, Ask Ron and Brian. 
I wanted to let y'all know that hearing Rana's rendition of the Vanga Boys Six Flags song elicited a hearty chuckle from my soul. I misspelled that as soup. Thanks, you two, for feeding my soup. So, what was the Six Flags song I sang? That's what that is. Remember that old man? Yeah. That was written just for Six Flags? No, but Six Flags used it quickly after it came out. That one? Yeah, the Vanga Bus is you. We like to party. We like we like to party. Oh, I don't know any of that. I just know the song. I just well, know then the I pod. guess you've never been I to just Tijuana. know the pod. I, I guess I haven't. I acknowledge that this letter is lengthy, and I understand if you must skip it for brevity's sake. For what it's worth, I did time myself. I did time myself reading this in Brian's voice. I am hmm. Gertrude, thirty-three, female, seen seen it all, introvert, and she is Paige, twenty-eight, female, extrovert, a Scorpio on the edge of twenty-nine, my best friend. Paige and I met, no, I mean, Paige and I met in a virtual 12-step program, not drug or alcohol related, meeting back in early 2021. Best friend from 2021. They've been best friends for two years. Okay. We hit it off immediately. Well, you don't say because it was obviously a codependency program, right? Right. Paige has historically been a bit self-centered, which I have noticed and accepted. Fine, I can be self-centered too. However, I'm starting to feel used, right? Because she's a narcissist and you're a giver, okay? Example, Paige wanted to sell a 40-pound bag of designer clothes to a local thrift store chain. I offered to drive as she did. This is already my favorite example I've ever This is insane. I offered 40 pound bag of luxury clothes to a thrift store. Please, Brian, just just stay along for this ride as quickly as you can here. Okay. I offered to drive as she does not have a car. Okay. She doesn't have a car, but she has a 40 pound bag of designer clothing. Right. Priorities are straight. Well, DUI. I incorrectly assumed that I was driving to the local location near Paige's apartment. How many? Design a thrift store store. What is that? Out of the closet? What 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 is Crossroads. a designer? Crossroads. I mean, Buffalo Exchange. Yeah. Okay. Buffalo but Exchange. These are designer places. No. I don't know about that. Maybe. I mean, yes, I think they are actually. I think no, but the real real, that would be designer, right? Oh, sure. Right. Is that secondhand? Yes. 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 Ugh. Secondhand. <laughs> Carl did not like that. What happened, Carl? I'm sorry. I I just I know it, it for for the people who need to wear secondhand clothes. Uh, I'm in full support of it, and but I I cannot do secondhand. Somebody could it, it somebody could have died in that. I know. And, and, and the thing that makes it, me mad about expensive expensive secondhand stuff is I just can't do. Yeah. Like you if can I need either to if afford I, it or you can't. Is how yeah. you feel about it. If if I need to if I need to run to the Goodwill and get like a a mesh jersey to play basketball in or something like that. Absolutely. I'm fine with that. Yes, I agree but with you. Like paying for like somebody's 1975 Gucci tracksuit and paying right. seventeen hundred dollars for of it. Dollars for Come it. On, yeah. Man, get out of here. No, yeah. not at all. Yeah. You know, John F. Kennedy, you are is. a Capricorn through and through. We have birthday <laughs> twins and I will say it again if I have to, but well it's like Sarah Jessica Parker's shoe line. That, by the way, she sells in person on Thursdays in New York. I don't know if anyone yeah. knew. Is this. it only Thursdays? I knew she's in the store sometimes. In Thursday, she puts the shoe on your foot. Ugh. 
Damn. How much does a person like need? Like a stride, right? <laughs> yeah. They can't sell them, I guess. Well, so she's selling them for $450, which is expensive. But if for, for a designer shoe, it's a pretty good price point. My Assume question is- a designer shoe. Well, my question is, why not save, if you really are that person, I'm not going to spend that much save money on th- shoes. Don't buy three pants, buy $300 more. Save yeah. $300 more and buy the real deal. Yeah. yeah. Buy a Manolo Blahnik or whatever the designer you want is. Like, yeah. why but stop that's there? Why, that's, well, why don't you buy the shoes she would buy? Let's put it that way. Correct. If the, if you're the kind of, like, the next level up is so close, you know? In any event, I was driving to the location. She assumed she was driving to the location at Paige's apartment, which is less than a mile away. However, Paige wanted to go to another store location that is two miles away. <gasps> what? And has, like, seven parking spaces. Had I known this fact before starting my car, I would have said no. In, oh all, in, in all caps. Sweetheart, we just, why did they, we just turned on you 100%. Because, by the way, in the first location, why did anyone have to drive? Couldn't they just have walked? Well, how much <laughs> it was 40 pounds, 40, 40 pounds back. Yeah, that's true. Take the bus. How much is gas? $300 a gallon? Because you couldn't go... Now you can go two miles as opposed to a half mile. Why would anyone, if I asked you for a ride, what I, why would I think you would care whether you took me to the Dunkin' Donuts around from the corner from my house or if I said, let's go to the one uh, on Atlantic Avenue? And by the way, can you imagine saying to someone, do you mind giving me a ride? I have to warn you, it's two miles away. I have to warn you, I want to go to, I want, instead of going to Marblehead Square, I want to go uh, downtown Marblehead, I want to go to Vinon Square. Sure. I guess it depends on the city because if someone said to me, hey, can you give me a ride to Beverly Hills? I would be like, no world. Like, <laughs> that's only a few miles away, but absolutely not. <laughs> it's two miles. It's different out here, though. But two, it's different. Two miles. If somebody was like, can you give me I a ride to Crossroads true. or can you give right. me a ride to Buffalo Exchange? Yeah. I was like, yeah, it's right here on Ventura. But they say, could I'm, you take me to the one on La Brea? Right. And I, I would go, say, and it's, and it's only probably yeah, not. I see what she's saying. But, but who knows even where then, they live? I would probably do that if it was a close friend. If I would take because the one on the way is not super the, far. You're getting me. in the car with this person for a drive. That's all it is. It's yeah, your friend. That's true. You're I right. live in the valley, so I if if they wanted to go to one on Ventura, I understand they're like, nah. Somebody works there, and they never they never want to take right. the money. Take they me like, the one in Sherman so, Oaks or whatever. Yeah, t- there take is me the one, one over there because no I know I can get more money there. I'm I'm all for more money. Game. You're right. If it's a friend, that might be funny then. Please, let's not act like this person has a leg to stand on. Let's just no, find they, they a little more information, please. Unless they're in LA, I would, that's the only time I would maybe a little understand. I drop her off and look for a parking lot. Lot was full. Lady catching up with her inside. What'd you go inside for? Why didn't you say, I'll wait here on the car? Paige is going through the racks, waiting for the salesperson to judge her clothes. P hands me a few items saying, can you hold this for me while I look around? I take the clothes from her, walk away, think about it, and hand them back to Paige. Look at these two playing out. They went to Codependence Anonymous, and they're playing out everything they learned there, which is nothing. Do you see this? <laughs> this event highlighted my own codependent tendencies. Of course, God, call, I, Rana. of course, I offered to carry that big old bag of clothes, honey, and maybe realize that I am actively carrying around Paige's stuff, both figuratively and physically. Okay, well, you and your friend went, and she said, do you care? And you said, no. Whenever Paige texts or calls, I feel myself drifting into therapist territory. Okay. 
Well, I don't mind listening. I'm dealing with a lot of my own problems currently, navigating daily level 10 pain. Oui. Due to oh. endome- due to endometriosis, which I try that's not so to complain funny. about. Horrible. Oh, and I'm going back to school studying next week. I don't need Paige to ask me to send over an ultrasound image on my class schedule for summer semester, but a few questions couldn't hurt. We inevitably end up talking about her latest issues. That's how it's written. A couple weeks ago, Paige calls. She begins the conversation with, can I unload on you real quick? I stop Paige and tell her in so many words, I'm starting to feel resentful and I need some space. Feels like the Paige show sometimes. Paige tells me she's, quote, proud of me for bringing this to her attention, that she's very aware of his self-centered tendencies and is working on it. Wonderful. I'm setting a boundary and Paige is, is hearing me. Until... She somehow she brought an eighty-pound bag of clothes. (laughs) Some way segues into unloading anyway. Of course, of course, she does. Yeah, I let Paige go off, telling me about how she's being quote toxic by trying to thirst trap this f boy, and she posted a reel on Instagram, but it only got sixteen likes and blah blah blah. And I'm thinking, did she not hear anything I said? Has a Paige ever internalized anything I've told her? The call concludes as follows. Paige, what are you doing Saturday? Me. As I said, I need some space. Paige, let me rephrase that. Are you using your car on Saturday? And can I pay you to drive it to a, de- a dealership 30 miles away to test drive a car? Me. I'll get back to you on that. I didn't. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's All right. Good. Paige sucks. A few but, days after our conversation, Paige texted me, sending love and light, twinkling star emoji, to which I replied, right back at ya. Over the weekend, Paige sent me a few more texts saying she misses me and hopes I'm doing well. I responded in a positive but cordial fashion. The thing is, I asked her for space. Paige said in one of her texts that she's, quote, trying to give me the space I need, but is she? I don't want to hurt her feelings, but I also don't feel like talking to her at the moment. And I've already said as much. Should I end this friendship? And what do I say if Paige continues to reach out? I appreciate your indulgence in this matter. Sincerely, Gertrude, names have been changed. Carl. Yeah. What do you think about, what do you think about Paige, I guess, to start with? Or what do you think? Well, Paige, send me that send me that reel so I can see what the thirst trap was. I want to see what it's all about. I might throw you. A, I might throw you. A You've got three one. views here, Paige. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to. I want to see what it's talking about. Yeah, and uh, I might throw you a like on there if it's there nice. And because uh, I'm all for a thirst trap, uh, but Paige is yeah, she's absolutely. I know people like that. She's sure. Do you, I was gonna say, do you have anyone in your life or have had anyone in your life who really overstepped? Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, my mom does it all the time. But sure, of course, right? Yes, at least she's it, your mother. What'd you say? At least she's your mother. Yeah, yeah at least she's my mom. You know, I can, so you have to put up with it on some, not totally, but on some level, you know. On some level, you got to put up with it when it's your mom. Uh, I also when I when I meet people who have that tendency, I'm like, you're out of here. Yeah, bye. Like, absolutely, Isn't that big funny? you're right. I sort of only put up with it with my mom because she's obviously the same way. She oversteps constantly. Yeah. But in friendships, I'm so hyper aware of that feeling now that like it just I 
it's very difficult. This is to why move someone has been yeah. overstepping yeah. with you. For, right. Well, by the way, it's the reason they went to this 12 step program. Someone right. in their lives overstepped with them forever and then they needed to deal with it and they dealt, they think they dealt with it. Instead, what they did was they hired two people. They each hired somebody to play the role of the person that they were playing before, which is the person that, that oversteps. Yeah. If I told someone I needed space, and that person reached out to me and asked me to drive them to a car dealership <laughs> 30 a few miles days, away. A few days later, I want you to know, letter writer, the feeling I would have is this person has absolutely no regard for me. I was going to say respect, but I changed it because I think this person just doesn't see beyond themselves to yeah. be disrespectful. But they definitely don't have any regard for you. Paige is locked in a pattern of don't be mad at me, don't be mad at me. Okay, that's what Paige is. But I need is, this, but I need That's this. what Paige's yeah. pathology is. So that is the thing that she's trying to serve in life. She, she don't be mad at me, don't be mad at me. That's the thing that she, she can't live with the fact that her friend is mad at her. And so she's having a hard time respecting the boundary. And she also just wants the friend to say, I'm not mad at you, but I can't talk or whatever it is. Our friend is also a little bit addicted to pushing people away who then come back to her. She also wants the feeling of people coming after her all the time. Even and though she she's also saying wants the feeling of serving justice. Doesn't. Yes. Yeah. So she thinks she's setting a boundary, but what she's really doing is setting a trap. And she wants Paige to, fall, to cross that boundary so that she feels important, in my opinion. May well, not be and a nice so thing she to could say. maybe gather evidence, you know. Um, yes, a narrative, a narrative. Right. Yeah. I, and I think you two aren't made for, you're both made for each other and not made for each other, depending on where you want to be in your process of not living this way. If so I told that's someone, harsh. Carl, if I told, no, I don't think it is at all. Carl, if I told you, if you, told me to not contact you and then I did <laughs> with sending love and light with a huge and then asked for a huge favor would you be able to continue the friendship I guess yeah. I, I just don't know that I would be able to do I wouldn't that. respond to that and that's and and, yeah. and and the fact that Gertrude is responding I understand the idea that you're like I don't want to just cut her off like that but Sometimes you got to cut, you got to cut her off. Sometimes there is. And cutting off, by the way, can literally be fading to black. It doesn't have to be a big blow up. No. You've already said that Katie, whatever the Selma, what's her name? Sadie? It's Gertrude Paige. and Paige. Oh my God. Paige, Paige, Paige. You've already said that Paige, that Paige needs to leave you alone, essentially. You've already yeah. said that. And she basically said no. <laughs> I don't think you have to have another thing to do with her. You've already said what you wanted to say about her. Too. Oh, but she wants to have more to do with her. She described her as her best friend at the beginning of the letter. So these two are in, locked in a drama cycle together. Yeah. And she also and said, so, do I end the friendship? I don't think it has to be that serious. Yeah. I think it, it could just be serious. stop texting her. Just stop texting. Because also the idea of her being like, I'm texting. I'm giving you space. It's like, no, yeah. you're not. 
You're, you're, not saying, at all. You're, te- you're texting me that you're giving me space. It doesn't yes, matter what I say. You don't have to respond. Our friend doesn't want to end the friendship in a healthy way that you're talking about, Brian. Our friend so then, wants a bust up because our friend is also addicted to the same drama that Paige is addicted to. So well, I hope she's got a ledger where she's writing down the dates, the times that she's done yeah. all of these things so she can really present Well, and then there were only seven spaces in the parking lot. She knew there were seven but spaces I gotta in the say, parking lot. I got to say, the opening of this letter, I have never... I've never heard the likes of it. She made me drive two miles and there were only seven spaces. What? That's <laughs> because, a real clue into Because everything is, this person <laughs> like, has, what? Because this person has been slighted and taken advantage of her whole life. That is her opinion. And it may be true that she comes from, you know, relationships where there's a person that has no regard for you and until they need you. And so then on the one hand, you, hate that about them and you don't want to be part of it. And on the other hand, you're inventing reasons for them to need you all the time because you want them to need you. And you're looking for problems, you know? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's how I feel about it. All I know is if a friend came to me and complained, Mm -hmm. it said, you're not going to believe who asked me to drive two miles the other day. I'd say it was you. I would say... You would, you would say that. Yeah. But I would say, I want you to look me in the eye. <laughs> Go blow it out your ass. <laughs> Take an Uber. Yeah, with a 40-pound bag. You say you can walk with a 40-pound bag. That's called a farmer's carry. Uh, Truly. Is... I mean, you are like absolutely like get putting an, your entire arms around this. Get an thing. Uber XL. And the worst part is we didn't even find out how much. All I wanted to know was how much she how sold much this she bag got. for. And, and there's yeah. no way that they took a 40-pound bag of clothes. Well, there's no, she, there's no way a person without a car has a 40-pound bag of designer clothing anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Sweetheart. I, I got to say that really made my day. The yeah. opening of that I letter is one of the best things I've ever read. I knew you'd enjoy that. I knew you'd enjoy that. I did. I think we have to wrap it up here for today, is my Carl. opinion. Yes. You are a full delight at all times. Thank you for being Incredible here. Thank you for having me. This is the most fun I ever have. You're uh, oh, I, that, I, I think so you much. say it to everyone, Carl, but I don't mind at all. I believe it. I'm truly, like, I do not say that to everyone. I I'm, I go on most podcasts. Most and, people. And first of all, anytime I can do anything with Brian is the best thing. <laughs> I agree. No, I, 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 I know it's always going to be fun. Excuse Rana, me. Rana, I love you. I have the biggest crush. But Excuse anytime. Me. I'm... I'm I, this Ryan is my favorite. I get what? Not like that. Not like that. But you know, I'm just saying. I love Did no you one ever says grind? that. Are you going to an underwear party after this? Rana, here comes the homophobia. <laughs> Excuse me. Just because Carl happens to you know, like I don't being believe. You know, I don't believe men and men can be friends, Brian. That's true. <laughs> the classic thing. <laughs> the same way men and women can't be friends. I believe it's men and men thing. can't be friends. You know, You're right. Gay true. men are women. Yeah. Gay men are yeah. women. We hear you loud and clear on <laughs> <laughs> You can't be friends. No one can be, no one can be friends. No one anymore. can be friends. No such thing as friends. I hope you have to go get a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a, whatever it is, a dog. And that's the only thing you can be friends with is the thing that lives in your so house. You, you know, it's so funny you say it. My best friend is, a, me and my best friend have a, a huge... Size disparity. Yeah, do y'all know Lamar Woods? Yes. No, I don't know Lamar Woods. You know Lamar, Brian. Yes. Uh, he's he's another a fellow improviser, fellow UCB, yes. and uh, we always we're always going out places together. And 
we have a friendship. Like we we hosted a podcast called XOXO Gossip Kings. I'm not promoting it yet. By the way, do you know about this, Rana? Why aren't you promoting it? And why don't I know? Can you imagine? Oh, what? (laughs) Yes. Do they? Do you enjoy Gossip Girl? No, I hate it. But does Lamont like it? I do. Here's the crazy part: we do both enjoy, but it's the stupidest show. When you're watching it, as a when you're watching it at, at our age, at, at you and I's age of 28. Uh, sure. That's right. Plus, plus yeah. four. That's uh, plus six. Do you know what time you were born? Come. But it just goes to show you. Yeah. Sorry. 12.41 p.m. Thursday, January 5th. Nice. That's a good time. 1989. Ronna, you had to have been at like 3.59 a.m. or something. <laughs> no, I was here. born at the incredibly reasonable time of about 5.08 p.m. I was born at about 6 p.m. Yeah, which sounds wonderful. I'm sure my We're mother woke up babies. and yeah. thought, huh, packed his stuff, had, you know, a cup of coffee and one last bite of a bagel or a croissant Maybe or an smoke English, of a cigarette. In her yeah. case, an English muffin. <laughs> yeah, bought a fresh pack of cigarettes. Yeah. And then uh, checked herself in and said, no, I won't have that room. I'll have the other one. Changed a nightgown and delivered to her, a uh, delivered a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful bouncing girl, baby girl, yeah, yeah. Baby girl. Uh, now, Carl, at we the love end you, of the Carl. Show, yeah. By the way, we should promote XOXO yes. Gossip King be- yeah. Kings because I got to <laughs> tell you, it's so funny. The if you, it just goes to show you, just when you think you couldn't adore Carl Moore, he has this podcast. I believe it's like that. unbelievable. You got to listen to it. You got to listen to it. It's really fun. And it's just us talking about this show from our perspective, which the show is absolutely not written for. (laughs) Two mid-30s black men. I love it. That's the fun. Well, any show with Blake Lively is already the widest possible show. But are are you doing the old Gossip Girl or the new Gossip Girl? The old Gossip Girl. I'm Uh watching it in real time. Lamar's already finished the series. I'm watching it in real time. I'm I'm on season four, episode nineteen. Uh-huh. I always ask people to please, please, please do not spoil it for me. Yeah, no. I don't know anything. We just got no. to the episode where cousin Charlie shows up. So I just met cousin Charlie this last episode. I will be watching the next. Um, we're we're wrapping up season four right now. This so I don't know. It's funny is I think they are all still working. I mean, I know Penn Badgley is very obviously very successful with you and stuff, but I think yeah. they all sort of still are around. He just they? interviewed Julia Louis Dreyfus on his podcast. That's tight. Penn Chase Badgley. Crawford is on The yeah. Boys. He's working. right. That's right. I forgot that he is on The Boys, and then Blake Lively is of course doing all those things. Is it? May, is it uh, is it available wherever you get your podcast, or is it a Patreon? Available wherever you get your podcast. It's not okay. on Patreon. And now you're still doing the basketball podcast? Yes, the flagrant ones. That yeah, is a, That is Patreon. That is yeah, me, Hayes Davenport, and Sean Clement. Oh, they've uh, got 900 million followers on that. Oh, I'm sure. I never have to worry about Kyle. I wish. Tell you that. I, I mean, my show just got canceled. I wish we had 900 million followers. Everybody come and pay their Patreon. Come Everyone sign up. Flagrant ones. Uh, how many episodes but, do you get? Just out of curiosity, Kyle, how many episodes do you give them a month on Flagrant ones? Uh, four episodes a month, but you can also get uh, the famed Hollywood Handbook podcast. You get a Masterclass uh, uh-huh. podcast. There's a lot of podcasts on the Flagrant Ones network that you can get. Sean, that yeah, if I were you, I'd open the books. I wouldn't trust Sean for a second. Yeah. Not one second. When me and Lamar go out, you, you saying that that men can't be friends. When me and Lamar go out, we we are always thought like because we are really good friends and we're very goofy and and playful, yeah. But we this people are very like oh they they these guys these guys go out because of our because because of our you're size in love disparity. but not in that way. So when you're out with everybody, you'd rather talk to each other. Yeah, 
Yeah. Sometimes. It's uh, nice. That's nice. That's what my best fun. friend, man. To have a and friend like that. Isn't he's that like nice? five five six or five seven, and I'm six three and like is you better they, get, you better make sure which he is because he wants that inch whatever it is you're gonna have to give it to him five six i'll give him five seven. seven i'll give him five seven i'll give him no. five eight <laughs> i see what you mean yeah well that's how tall tom cruise is you know we can get lamar is he that tall i don't even know if he's that sneakers. tall if he wants some of those space sneakers we can get isn't him he some. like 410 or something <laughs> yes brian he's 410 all right this is the moment on the show dear oh it we, is yeah Oh, so on at this moment on the show, Carl, is when we decide yeah. which letter writer should get a little special something. Yes. Okay. Now, Ron and I have a catalog that we flip through every week. Yes, we do. We have a very personal Spiegel catalog. Today's person's very, probably going to get like a, you know, right. a, a slang. A damask sheet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, so do we want to send a little something nice to either – uh, two miles, seven parking spaces, or do we want to give, <laughs> or do we want to give something to uh, the um, the the guy who is dating the person who's goes to underwear parties? I'm gonna say underwear parties yeah. deserves a gift. Yeah, I, two miles, seven parking spaces is not. I'm, I don't know if I. We gave you your gift. Yeah, your gift exactly. is confront right. your reality. That's yeah. your gift. Your gift but, is the gift of not putting up with a friend like that any longer. But other homie, your is, gift is, is figuring is out why you do it, not yeah, not doing it. But but underwear parties, underwear parties, finding reeling. his footing. Yeah, he's yeah, finding yeah. He, his footing a little. He's in that long relationship, and now he wants yeah. to be in another relationship. He's not used to being like a, a single person. I don't you know why. Be, I just want to send him chocolate. I thought you were going to say a dildo. <laughs> Honestly, Rhonda, because you're so homophobic. No, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> But send him I want to send him a chocolate dildo. That's what I want to say. <laughs> yeah, you didn't finish your sentence. I knew it. Rana, chocolate sounds meant, nice. Penis shaped chocolates is what I meant. Of course. Yes. I should have I didn't. What I cut was you the off. name on Newbury Street? There was a naughty bakery. Oh. Oh, is what that was fun? it called? They had penis cakes. Well, there's a bakery in LA Dickie called Sweet Be- Better Than Sex. And all the the food, all the cakes are like Ooh, peanut butter me up. Like that Ugh, thing. And yeah. it's so gross. Uh, I want to send him chocolate. Okay. From I just where? want him to break up with this guy and sit down and have a little chocolate. You know where I'm going to send the chocolate from? I'll tell you. I'm excited for this. Everyone's going to make fun of me. They're going to say, oh, it's a chain or it's a something like that. Don't say Russell Stover, Rana. I'm going to send a bunch. Or Wyman's or whatever that other one was. Uh, Whiteman's, right? Is that Whiteman's. what it was? I'm going to the I yellow box. Yes. I'm going to, you, Brian, it's sweet and nasty. That's what it was called. That's that was the name disgusting. of the bakery on, um, on uh, Massachusetts Avenue. I would it was never on go to a bakery called Newbury Sweet and Nasty. Yeah, <laughs> sweet and Nasty. That is disgusting. In any event, <laughs> there is a Swiss chocolat- chocolatier chocolatier by the name of Laderach or Laderach. I don't know how you say it. L-A-D-E-E-R-A-C-H. Okay. Okay. Well, actually we could send that or we could send a beautiful box from Ann Sons. We do love Ann Sons and their beautiful boxes, but this Laderach hits a comfort button in a way, especially, and I'm here to admit it, if you're a milk chocolate person like me, (laughs) 
Yeah. It hits a button like you can't. It's the kind of chocolate. It's so rare now that if somebody gives me a bunch oh, okay. of a thing of chocolates that I want to sit down with the whole box in front of me and just rummage through. Here we go. <laughs> and rummage say, through. And, right sorry. Through it. Sorry. Pick one or the other one at the same time with my hand moving it around, trying to decide what I want. Oh, whatever the definite definition of. Are you doing like a Donald Trump impression? <laughs> no, I'm doing an impression of the boring explanation of what the word rummage means. Oh, I see, I see. Uh, <laughs> that I want to sit there like bonbons and pick this one and pick that one and take a bite of that one, and they're all delicious as they are Yum. gorgeous, and that's what we're sending him. Ah. Oh. I'm jealous of him. Sounds delicious. Kyle, I love you. Yeah. That's what I, I can't you believe too. I said. You're I didn't even just know what I was going to say it. It just fell right out of my mouth. The, You're so just that the greatest. The greatest. I love you greatest. too. You're uh, wonderful. Love your nails. You are such a delight to not only spend time with, but to watch you do your thing. Excuse me. <laughs> and I absolutely love it. You're an incredible performer. You're a wonderful comic. I can't wait to listen to your Gossip Girl podcast. Please I can't thank you enough for being here. Well, come yeah, on. Please come on. We would love to, to come on. We just we have, have to, to watch, watch an, episode. an episode. Oh, I'd yeah, love it. Oh, have us watch on. Episode. Yes. Oh, have us on. Really when do y'all get back from your, your escapades? Well, we live, oh, on, the, we live on the internet. Yeah. Or do you only oh, do it in person? Yeah, we do it in person. Okay. We could okay. do it on Zoom, but it's... How many... we could do it this fall then. How many... Because Rana's in Prague till August or September. No, neither of those things, but I'm not back for a while. Oh, That's true. I don't like to tell people. Well, you won't tell plans. me this. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't really. You know, Kyle, I'll, I'll email you later about my plan. But whatever the case. Carl, I went to Prague to visit her and she wouldn't even give me her address. We saw each other <laughs> once and it was very brief. We ran into each other at a coffee shop. It, by the way, Ronnie, you kept avoiding me. Oh, well, I had to pretend. You know, when I saw him, I'd say, oh, I didn't see you there. And the truth is, right. I'm I thought he had slipped into the bathroom and I had slipped out and that's not what happened at all. So there we go. Uh-oh, what's this? Uh, Swiss International Airlines ended their collaboration with Lederach in November 2019. Johannes Lederach publicly distanced himself from homophobic statements Stating that he would never. Oh, Ronna, you should get into business with Swiss Airlines. They sound perfect for you. <laughs> no, Swiss ended it with the chocolate people. Oh, well, no wonder you like so that now chocolate. We that makes get, perfect now, wait sense. Wait a minute. Hold well, you can, Ronna, all day and no, night. No, honestly, I had no idea. And now we're going to have to switch it to something. Jörg Lederach and his son Johannes have been involved in the Christianity for Today Association for many oh, years. That doesn't sound which good. Which has been heavily criticized for its radical views. Rejection of same-sex partnerships are opponents of abortion. Further, management stuff. Oh, let me what? guess, Rhonda. You you eat those while you while you lounge around in your Bel Air hotel robe. What Is that your style? An absolute disappointment. This well, let's has send them been. toy share. Those are delicious. Those Swiss we're going to send them and sons because the box is beautiful. But I can't believe now. And this is the, I my, do feel bad. For this you, is Rana. my Chick Fil A. This is my Chick Fil A. Well, do they sell them at a pro <laughs> LGBT store, aka oh, every other chocolate shop in Europe? I'll look. Right. You know how they are around here. Kyle, we love you. We adore you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Someone told me today, no one cares what you do. Just never bring it out of the house. Okay. (laughs) Carl, you're fabulous. Well, that brings us back to the underwear party. They should just have a don't ask, don't tell policy then in that case. True. Yeah. 
Okay. His kiss, pal. 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 Do you want to hear the cliffhanger? Yeah. I mean, sweater. Yeah. Dear Rana and Brian, and the Y is capitalized and lowercased as an option, an incredible guest if applicable. Since coming across your heartwarming and thought-provoking podcast last year, I've absolutely binged on your insightful, kind, and always honest answers to the sometimes difficult and always desperate questions you're faced with. I had to become a chip to get my fill. I'm an Instagram follower of the podcast and your individual place pages, my goodness. My handle is included at the end of this letter for your review, though I would like to remain anonymous for purposes of the podcast. I'm writing because I... On that. Yeah. I'm writing because I don't know how to mend a wrinkle in my relationship with my fiancé. Mm. He recently learned of something from my past that I'm not proud of and previously chose not to share it with him. And I believe he now has doubts about my character. My fiancé, let's call him Paul, and I, she, her are both 27 years old. We've been together for four years now, and he proposed in September 2022. I very happily said yes. We bought a home this fall and have been settling in quite nicely. We're now in the throes of wedding planning. I love my fiancé. He's kind, so handsome, thoughtful, hardworking, and gets along amazingly with absolutely everyone, including my family and friends. Makes me love. And he loves me like no one else. My relationship history before we met was not so wonderful. A lot of complicated and not totally healthy situations I engaged with because of my insecurities and lack of self-confidence that I have since worked through via therapy and self-care. One such relationship is the item from my past that I'm not proud of that has recently come to light. In college, about eight years ago, I had an ongoing intimate relationship with the then boyfriend of an acquaintance, a girl who lived down the hall from me in my college dorm. Let's call him Tom and her Amanda. Before he began dating Amanda, Tom and I became good friends, and one night we hooked up. I felt a deep connection to him then. And I believed he felt the same. Days later, Amanda, who knew about my night with Tom, informed me that she and Tom were now boyfriend and girlfriend. At the time, I was blindsided, deeply upset, and this incident triggered my insecurities around love and relationships. A few weeks later, Tom texted me to apologize and downplayed his feelings for Amanda and their relationship. I was young and dumb, and his narrative served my own need to feel special, validated, and worthy. Shortly thereafter, we began having secret meetings and hookups. This lasted months. Most of their relationship. Excuse me, hubba hubba. That summer, while home from college, Tom and Amanda broke up. At that point, Tom and I began our own relationship, which lasted for a year and a few months. Against all odds, it was a good relationship and a happy time in my life. Mm -hmm. We ended things amicably and remained friends throughout college and a bit after until we more or less lost touch. Then, around the time I met Paul, I saw on social media that Tom and Amanda had gotten back together. I was honestly surprised, one, because it had been so long, and two, because I know that Amanda found out sometime during my relationship with Tom that he had not been faithful to her. That was a bit over four years ago. Years ago. They're okay. still together today. Children. Last weekend, Paul and I went to spend the day at a popular local brewery. We set up our blanket and lawn chairs, then went to get a pint. 
When we returned, I saw Tom and Amanda were seated just a few feet away. They saw me too. Amanda glared at me, then stood up, packed up their belongings loudly and dramatically while looking directly at me. And they left just like that. I had to answer Paul's questions about what the hell just happened, who that was, etc. I came clean about the whole thing. I told him what I just wrote above and that I'd previously never mentioned it because A, I don't feel my mediocre past relationships are very relevant to the fantastic one that he and I have, especially because I've had no contact with Tom or Amanda for years. B, I'm not proud of myself for what I did back then. C, I was not the one actually in the committed relationship choosing to cheat at the time, though I was, of course, a participant in the same wrong. D, I worried that if she shared this part of my past with him, that if I shared this part of my past with him, yeah. he'd think of me as some kind of malicious liar capable of unfaithfulness and deceit. And E, I was a 19, 20-year-old idiot then, for God's sake. Mm. He really didn't say much in response. The rest of our time at the brewery was awkward. And all this week, our conversations and interactions have been uncharacteristically stilted. We haven't argued and have been civil. But that's all. But that's all he's been since the incident at the brewery. Civil. Mm-hmm. I have my usual self with him to try to push past the uncomfortable vibe at home. I've been my usual self with him. I also have gone the extra mile to dote on him in our home since, what is this, 1955? Yeah. I've also gone the extra mile to dote on him in our home since then to show I love him and that I'm the same me. I don't know what he wants from me. I'm starting to feel very judged and a bit frustrated. I do not sit around plotting to hide something from him. I just chose not to share an admittedly shady tidbit from my past. By the way, yeah. I don't blame you. Yeah. Do I owe him an outright apology for my past behavior or for failing to disclose it? Do I just continue acting normal and hope this passes? Do I start a conversation about feeling judged by him? I don't want this to affect my relationship with Paul or our marriage. I'm so anxious that I'm no longer the same person he fell in love with in his eyes. I very much need your perspective and advice. And I can't thank you enough for your time. Mm. Patience yeah. et gandu. Mm. Sincerely, recovered dorm wrecker. Yeah. Love it. Well, for this and more, go to patreon.com slash askrana. That's right. We can't thank you enough for being with us today. Airsocial.club, of course, for all of your fabulous summer cocktail and drink knee. I don't know. Why anyone wouldn't want an incredible cocktail to arrive right to the doorstep, but I can't put myself in other people's shoes, Brian. I had one delivered to my doorstep tonight because I was so desperate for one. Fabulous. Get in line, everybody. Make your summer a summer of glamour. I couldn't agree more. In any event, we love you. We adore you. Thank you for being with us. And thank you to Carlton. My pleasure, Rana. Oh, yeah. Kiss, kiss. Kiss, kiss. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.